Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Jill Tolles, Executive Director of the Gwynn Center, and I'm filling in for Sam Shad. We are here with Fred Steinman from the University of Nevada's Center for Economic Development for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. 7 at 7 is a newscast built for your smartphone. It's a seven-minute newscast available every weekday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. at LVRJ.com. We don't waste your time and we give you the day's top stories. We at the RJ have noticed some similarities between us and a certain BTS character, RJ. Plus the latest in Las Vegas business, weather, health and entertainment news. 7 at 7 streaming now on your smartphone. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, distinctive, Beautiful. Cigar in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot clothing store and a whole lot more. For the cold days ahead, jackets, hoodies, flannel shirts, insulated bib overalls, thermal underwear, beanies, and merino wool socks. Big R. Hardware, clothing, and a whole lot more. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Jill Tolles, Executive Director of the Gwynn Center. I'm here with Fred Steinman from the University of Nevada Reno's Center for Economic Development. And Fred, tell us a little bit more about yourself and also the center. Uh, well, thank you so very much, Jill, for having me here today. Uh, as you noted, I'm the director of the University Center for Economic Development, located within the College of Business at the University of Nevada. Uh, the Center for Economic Development, we're actually in our 31st year of operations. We wow. were established in 1992. Uh, and over that period, we have been uh, the only economic development administration funded university center program in the state. Hmm. Uh, and unlike a lot of University Center programs across the country, our center is also unique in that we have a statewide mission. Mm -hmm. uh, we work with every county, every city, the regional development authorities, economic development districts, state agencies, other partners mm -hmm. within the university family and across the Nevada system of higher education on a wide range of economic development, technical assistance, and strategic planning efforts. 
Excellent. So how do you work alongside the Governor's Office of Economic Development? Uh, one great example is work uh, directly with the regional development authorities on continued development of their comprehensive economic development strategies or mm -hmm. SEDS documents. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, uh, when the Governor's Office of Economic Development was established, uh, they had the task of developing and implementing a statewide plan for economic development. Uh, then the regional development authorities were reorganized to assist in implementation in the key industry sectors that are outlined within the state plan. Mm -hmm. And we really work with the regional development authorities to ensure that state goals, objectives, and actionable items are incorporated into those regional and even county and community level SEDS documents uh, to really to support a broad range of community and economic development efforts. And what's the advantage of being connected to academia and to a university? Well, certainly uh, it's very much in line with the historical and current land-grant university mission of an institution like UNR. Um, additional, additionally to that land-grant mission is the resources that the university has across all the various colleges and departments. Um, it's not necessary that the Center for Economic Development needs to be a topic expert in every single industry sector or every sector that comprises the state economy. Um, we work very closely with faculty in engineering and yeah. the College of Agriculture, College of Education, uh, other centers um, yeah. to really bring to bear the resources of the university to solve local community and economic development challenges. It's nice because you're in the College of Business, but like you said, it's multidisciplinary and you have access to all those different disciplines that can enrich that analysis and recommendations, studies, etc. So uh, you had some exciting news in October yep. and uh, from the, the White House. I'm sure that was an exciting phone call or email to get. Tell us a little bit about what news you received in October specific to Nevada. Uh, so on October 23rd, 2023, uh, a date uh, that will always stand out to me now, uh, the University of Nevada, Reno uh, was notified that our phase one uh, regional technology and innovation hub application had been approved. Uh, there were 489 applicants across the United States. Uh, we are fortunate here in Nevada to be one of the 31 regional tech hubs uh, that were approved. Uh, so a very exciting day uh, and exciting weeks and now months uh, have followed as we continue to stand up this brand new tech hub for the state of Nevada. So many questions. So congratulations, <laughs> first you. of all, out of almost 500 applicants that we made it into yep. top 31. Yep. That's pretty impressive. First of all, why did they choose us? Uh, well, uh, primarily based upon our particular focus on a select key technology focus area. Uh, the Regional Technology and Innovation Hub program, which is currently being administered by the Department of Commerce and the U.S. Economic Development Administration, had essentially sent out a call to the country saying, these are 12 or so key technology focus areas that we want the United States to 
emerge as the dominant global force in. Um, ours, um, really kind of a no-brainer uh, based upon all the great work that has occurred over the last several decades in Nevada, uh, ours being focused on critical elements um, and more specifically uh, EV uh, manufacturing materials and trying to construct an integrated loop between extraction of critical elements to processing, to advanced manufacturing, to recycling, and then with an energy production generation piece kind of laid into that. Uh, and our feedback on our phase one application really highlighted that Nevada, out of even the other 30 regional tech hubs that were approved, uh, really was the only one that was able to make a very strong argument to being able to build a true integrated loop in this particular key technology focus area. So you have, our federal government wants to stay competitive globally, and uh, there was a race to who could prove we can help with that effort, and Nevada came out, and, and arguably on top specifically what I heard is in regards to the critical minerals and materials, including I'm sure lithium, and I'm, we'll get into a little bit more about that after the break. So we will be right back after a short time out. The casino industry drove Nevada's economy for decades. By the 1990s, however, the state's sole industry was in sharp decline. Many were losing their homes, many were leaving the state. Is Reno on track to be the Detroit of the West? Was an October 2010 Reno Gazette Journal headline. Nevada knew it was time for a change and a time to diversify. Story County took that lead, took risks, invested tens of millions transforming its desert into a place of opportunity and a future for Nevada families needing something new. That desert now provides thousands of high-paying tech, advanced manufacturing, and energy careers at companies like Tesla, Panasonic, Google, Switch, and Redwood Materials. Story County transformed Northern Nevada forever, and the tide of opportunity has raised all vessels through construction contracts, high-paying careers, and the power of payroll. Tens of millions have been generated in sales and property tax, permits, and other revenues for Reno, Sparks, Washoe County, and for all of Nevada. Enough, in fact, to generate a surplus after public services are provided. And best of all, a sustainable economic climate has been created, enabling our children to stay in Nevada and live prosperous lives in their home state. Story County, improving Northern Nevada one industry at a time. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their homes. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. 
Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Jill Tolles filling in for Sam Shad here today with Fred Steinman from the University of Nevada Reno's Center for Economic Development. And we're talking about the exciting news that Nevada was chosen to be a regional tech hub. And so Fred, um, picking up where we left off, let's talk a little bit more about the role that the lithium loop plays in this. Uh, well, it, first and foremost, it's important to point out that critical elements is more than just lithium and specific rare earths. Um, as much, if not more, gold, copper, and other precious metals and industrial minerals go into the manufacturing of batteries and other component parts in the broader EV material sector. Um, and again, this is another major strength of the state of Nevada that really bolstered uh, our tech hub application, uh, being able to demonstrate that in addition to the lithium and the rare earths, we have the gold, the copper, and everything else, you know, that can really support an integrated loop. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, from a, a national security standpoint, uh, from an economic independence standpoint, the investments that have been made by major firms like Redwoods and Lithium Americas and Tesla and Panasonic have already built uh, really the bedrock foundation of that industry sector that makes Nevada not just a national leader, but really an international leader in this key technology focus area. So mining's been a part of the Nevada economy since its founding. And where does technology play a role? And for those who may not be familiar with the concept of a loop, mm -hmm. why is that so particularly important today? Sure. Um, so mining certainly has been a major part of the state's economy for even before we were a state. Um, but the advances in technology uh, has rendered kind of the stereotype of someone with a pickaxe, you know, breaking apart rock obsolete. Uh, mines invest heavily in automation, robotics, artificial intelligence, electrification of their own operations uh, to ensure that environmental impacts are mitigated and managed, uh, but also that extraction is optimized. That is true for the processing side of the equation as well. And then, of course, in terms of the actual advanced manufacturing piece and EV materials. Uh, schools like the University of Nevada, Reno, and the College of Engineering are leading the way in research and development, developing new chemistries you know, that are longer lasting, uh, that can store additional energy. And then, of course, on the recycling side, we want to make sure we have that closed loop, making sure that lithium batteries and other EV materials just don't end up in a landfill, but they're brought back into the supply chain to further support additional advanced manufacturing efforts. Great. So increased demand is certainly driving this conversation as well as uh, the need for regulation around mm -hmm. environmental protections and also demand there. Um, tell me a little bit about the two different phases of the Tech Hub designation. So we're officially in phase one mm -hmm. and maybe describe what that means and what are the various components that go into it. And then when we get back from break, we'll tackle phase two. Sure. Uh, for phase one, again, there was a national call as part of the Chips and Science Act of 2022 for states, communities, various partners to make pitches on why their region, their area could potentially support 
onshoring and expansion of a key technology focus area. Uh, phase one was really just the designation, getting the designation from the Economic Development Administration and the Department of Commerce that yes, Nevada has the critical infrastructure already in place to support growth of this industry sector. Um, the phase one designation also has opened the door to our various consortium members, counties, cities, private sector entry interests uh, to pursue a wide variety of new funding programs that other federal agencies are standing up. Uh, but of course now the real work for us begins as we transition into phase two of this process. Okay. And so there were some components that we specifically are looking at uh, as part of this application. What are the six different components? So for Nevada's uh, phase one now moving into phase two tech hub application process, uh, as we are very much focused on identifying and closing gaps within this value network, again from extraction all the way to recycling and energy production and back. Uh, we've identified six general project areas that the Tech Hub uh, is going to seek funding from the EDA for. The primary project is ongoing supply chain analysis, but also direct business creation, attraction, retention, and expansion efforts to close those gaps in the supply chain and the value network by having Nevada-based firms being able to supply and support other Nevada-based firms. Then there's a workforce development piece. Obviously, as we're creating new businesses and expanding existing ones, we're gonna create workforce demand. So we wanna make sure we stand workforce development programs up to support those efforts. There's also a what we're calling the Lithium Campus Initiative, really designed to support the fourth project, which is, which is commercialization and entrepreneurship. As research and development is being done throughout the various labs throughout the University of Nevada, Reno, we want to make sure that we provide financial and technical assistance to move that new research and development and those new technologies out of the laboratory and actually into the private sector. So again, they can continue to close gaps within the value network, but also produce jobs that pay high wages and provide individuals with meaningful opportunities for upward mobility. Uh, then there is an infrastructure, community capacity, and housing development piece where we won't necessarily directly fund major infrastructure or housing projects, uh, but there are financial and technical assistance efforts that a tech hub can offer in those areas. And then Daphne Hooper, uh, the director of the Office of Indigenous Relations at UNR, uh, is working with various Native American and tribal partners throughout the state to stand up a Nevada Native American Center, which will be focused really on STEM or STEAM uh, initiatives targeting Native youth throughout the, throughout the uh, state of Nevada. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this short timeout. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you 
But we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you. Safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators. From the exotic to the everyday. Trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Pro Group Management offers workers' comp services to a growing number of industries. As businesses grow and change with the times, the need for a solid workers' comp program must be flexible and up-to-date. The evolving nature of regulations can make staying ahead of complex tasks challenging. But Pro Group Management simplifies the work so your industry can move forward and succeed. Pro Group Management. Workers' comp that works for you. Like a traditional handmade basket, retail is woven into the fabric of life in Nevada. From big box to mom and pop, retail supports our communities in countless ways. Jobs for the disabled, team uniforms for kids, help for the elderly, and so much more. Retail employs over 1 in 10 workers. Retail supports Nevada, and we support retail. R-A-N-N-V dot org. This is Nevada Newsmakers. Welcome back to Nevada Newsmakers. We are continuing the conversation with Fred Steinman from the University's Center for Economic Development. We're talking about the exciting news that the University and Nevada has been designated as a regional tech hub. And that was phase one. Now we're moving into phase two. Can you talk about what the application for phase two, if we're successful, will mean for the state of Nevada? Uh, phase two is where the money is. Uh, so there were no dollars associated with the phase one designation, uh, but we're currently working on our phase two funding application where, where we will be seeking a $70 million funding request over five years from the Economic Development Administration to fund those six individual project areas. So potential for $70 million over what timeline? Uh, five years, um, beginning likely October 1 of 2024, the start of the federal fiscal year. Um, $70 million will hopefully be augmented uh, by several million dollars in state, local, and private sector cash match. And as I previously mentioned, a number of federal agencies like the U.S. Department of Agriculture, U.S. Housing and Urban Development, the Small Business Administration, each of them are standing up additional federal funding programs designed to directly support private sector and public sector interests in these regional tech hubs. So if we get that, you already mentioned that it's going to potentially go to everything from workforce to housing mm -hmm. to other infrastructure. Uh, is this going to be like a grant program that various people can apply for, it, that it's a pool of money, or mm -hmm. is it 
more specifically designated than that? Bit of a combination of the two approaches. Uh, we do want to make sure that over this five-year funding cycle that we have sufficient funds available to support new ideas that emerge. In any new technology, the technology of today is not likely to be the technology three, four, five years from now at the end of this five-year funding cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, so especially for the business creation, attraction, retention, and expansion efforts, uh, we do and, and do plan on creating a competitive funding program within the tech hub in order to support new business creation efforts, be it entrepreneurial efforts, small business development, or more mid-sized, larger firms as they seek to expand their operations to make sure that more of their activity is contained within the state of Nevada. Uh, but we'll also be um, allocating specific dollars uh, to specific projects and programs. Uh, for example, our workforce development partners, uh, a number of them already run a number of workforce development programs that we think through some targeted investment via the Tech Hub can actually uh, significantly increase the positive impacts they're already having throughout the state. So it is statewide and you already have others involved in this process. We just have a short bit of time left. Who's at the table right now? Sure. Uh, close to statewide, 16 of Nevada's 17 counties. Okay. Uh, we have over 60 consortium members as part of this Tech Hub consortium. That's public sector entities, uh, various private sector firms, uh, Panasonic, North America, Lithium Americas, Dragonfly, Ioneer are all official consortium members. Okay representing the private sector, uh, groups like the Nevada Mining Association, Nevada Battery Coalition, the Governor's Office of Economic Development, like I said, about 60 or so consortium members across all these different sectors. And 16 counties, uh, with the exception of? Clark County. Clark County, just wanted to make sure that was uh, clarified. And if anyone wants to learn more, where can they go? Uh, the best place to go is the University Center for Economic Development's website uh, managed by the College of Business at the University. Uh, really just a quick internet search, Nevada Tech Hub, uh, will take you to that page. Uh, but individuals are certainly uh, welcome to email me directly. Uh, easiest email in the world, it's just F-R-E-D, Fred, at UNR.edu. And always happy to talk Tech Hub with anyone. Excellent. Well, that's where we have to leave it today for time. Thank you so much, Fred, for coming on the show. Thank you for joining us on Nevada Newsmakers, and we will see you in the next show. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Everyone is talking about opioids, but they're not the only drugs that can be harmful if taken in large quantities or not as prescribed. You also need to be aware of side effects from anxiety drugs, muscle relaxants, sleep aids, and stimulants. Mixing prescription drugs with other drugs or alcohol can be dangerous. If you take an Ambien with a glass of wine, it may be enough to stop you from breathing. Prescribed drugs can be just as dangerous as illegal drugs. Take medications only as directed. 
Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Modern boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suite. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. I'm Jill Tolles, Executive Director of the Gwynn Center, filling in for Sam Chad, and we'll see you on the next broadcast.